0: Special interview episode today, why and how does city-centric music data help out the business? Good morning, it's Jason and Komla here at Chartmetric. usually with your three-minute data dump where we upload charts, artists, and playlists into your brain so you can stay up in the latest in the music data world. This is your data dump for Wednesday, June 5th, 2019, but today is special. Uh, usually when you search music data, the focal point is the artist or a song or a playlist. Uh, let's say you're looking up what Ariana Grande's follower count is or if her latest track is on Today's Top Hits or something similar. If you're a real nerd, and we use that term lovingly here, you're analyzing also the tr- the album that the track is on or the curator maybe that the- is putting together the playlist that you're looking at. But if you are a chartmetric computer engineer, Komla Prabhu, you've got other ideas, don't you, Komla?
1: Well yeah, I think when I'm looking at chart metric I'm usually trying to make sure that there is no data that's inconsistent with another page that I'm looking at. So I chart metric's just a different view for me from what probably what our customers look at.
0: Awesome, awesome. So today, uh, Komla and I, we're going to briefly discuss how and why city-centric music data can be useful, uh, where it all comes from, how we put it together, and what you can do with it, hopefully, uh, in your day-to-day in the office. We just want to give our business-oriented listeners an engineering point of view so you can understand how the lemons are squeezed, how the cheese is made, how the widgets are put together, so on and so forth. So without further ado, straight out of Chennai, India, Carnegie Mellon, Master's Software Engineering Graduate And software engineer at Chartmetric, Komla Prabhu. Hello, Komla. (laughs) Thanks, Jason. Yeah, okay, (laughs) go.
1: Thank you. Uh, Thanks for having me on your podcast. I'm uh, really, really looking forward to this. It's going to be interesting to talk about. I don't know what you've got in store for me, so I guess we'll see.
0: Okay, we shall see. Um, So, for all you Chartmetric users out there, uh, Komla is single-handedly responsible for the city page feature that you see on app.chartmetric.com. If you haven't seen it yet, Um, she'll tell you about it in a few moments. But basically, it's one of her many coding babies that is out now, (laughs) uh, live on the platform, uh, serving customers up left and right with the city-focused data. Uh, She also likes acai bowls, playing badminton, and listening to Bollywood hits all day, every day. Is that right?
1: That's correct. I cannot survive my day without listening to Bollywood music bumping uh, through my ears. So yeah.
0: I, I can verify this. I, whenever I ask her questions, and I have many, uh, she's always bumping those tunes <laughs> and, and bopping left and right in her chair. So so first of all, Koma, for, for listeners that maybe don't know the Cities page feature on mm-hmm. Trapmetric, and maybe they haven't even used Trapmetric at all, um, can you at least talk about what the Cities page is and what its function is?
1: Sure. Um, so a city page is essentially, think of it as a profile page for a city. Um, so basically if you wanted to figure out what was trending in a particular city, what events were happening, what artists the city was listening to, the city page would be your go-to um, page on Chartmetric. Um, so we basically put together data that we get from Spotify, YouTube, Instagram, and other um, platforms that give us city-level data, and everything put together constitutes the city page.
0: Cool, cool. Um, can you kind of bring it back even to the beginning to mm-hmm. how the city's page was even just an a, a idea in the company, and then maybe how it kind of came to be? Sure.
1: Um, so as to how the city page came into existence, I think it was a combination of both our customers requesting um, details that were city level, and also us ourselves realizing that we have a couple different platforms giving us city level data. So, for example, Spotify gives us monthly listeners based on city level, and YouTube also has city level information that it provides views, uh, view counts for. And in addition to that, um, before we were even thinking of um, building out the city page, we had customer requests, special requests asking, hey, we want, try, want, we want to try and figure out um, which artists are worth performing in Chennai or New York or LA. And then basically what we would do here in our back end would type up a quick query, run it, process it, and then send the data back to the customer. And then over time we realized that this was going to be a need for many people out there. So um, we decided that the data that we have could be used in a much better way than doing just custom reports. So we decided to build up the city page entirely, um, which would also include uh, data from Soundkick for events or data from um, Radio Wave, which is our airplay data provider and, I I, yeah, and then Shazam city level charts as well.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, So I want to ask like how you went about making that idea happen. Yeah. Um, But before I I almost want to say like I I feel like just as like a general just kind of music data person like a lot of times when we see numbers like even just in like our Spotify app or or um, you know. Whatever platform we happen to be using, and we see like a follower count or like a spin count, I feel like it's almost taken for granted like all the work that goes into just bringing that number to that page or Mm -hmm. your your phone screen or your laptop or whatever. And so, kind of like with that mindset in mind, just could you just talk about how you went about making that happen in terms of um, just from just like a 30,000 foot point of view? Like, how do you kind of map out the engineering process? Um, in terms of making such a kind of new feature kind of become a reality, how do you kind of go about that strategy?
1: Sure. Um, I mean, first, I, I guess the first point would be not to be overwhelmed with the different data sources that we have um, and considering how um, different each data source can be. So, if, say, for example, the best example that comes to mind is New York is. New York City and say Spotify but it's New York and uh, YouTube and then um, LA might be with a space in Shazam and without a space on Instagram so one of the major challenges that uh, I ran into at the very beginning of this project was trying to figure out a common ground for all these platforms and just basically trying to integrate the data across the different data sources uh, and try and figure out what Um, city that particular platform was talking about when that was the name that was associated with it Um, and I I guess in terms of talking about the high level overview uh, the first point was to try and figure out um, how we were going to integrate the data across the different platforms and the second was what do we want to show and what do we don't want to show I mean um, considering that we are I mean our core business is data we don't want to overwhelm the user by just throwing pieces of data at them, but we want the data to be meaningful and actually make sense and, you know, help them uh, realize what they want to do. Um, and the basically the second part was trying to abstract away uh, the data and then just show it in a relevant, uh, basic show what the relevant content would be. And an example for, for that would be our decision to not show all the tracks or all the individual spins on airplay, but just kind of a high level overview of um, these are the tracks that were played the most number of times. And these are the artists uh, who whose songs have been played the most number of times, you know, decisions like that. Um, And the third part was, once I've decided what I want to show, the third part was more of how do I show this. And uh, an example would be, let's say I want to show the Spotify top monthly listener artists and then the YouTube uh, view top artists. uh, The Spotify monthly listeners is data that's over a month, like monthly listeners, and then YouTube is more of a week and a day basis. Mm -hmm. So in terms of trying to um, keep it consistent across the platforms, try to find like a common data range that I would show over, those were some decisions that had to be designed as well. I realize now I've gone into more depth than (laughs) you asked for when you asked for the high-level overview, but that's just me spiraling out of control.
0: But I mean, that's a really good... I mean, that's a good kind of like, you know, peek behind the curtain for us non-engineers, though, (laughs) to to think, to realize kind of the amount of thought that goes into this. So, okay. So we, we, so what platforms are we talking about? We're talking about Spotify, Shazam, Instagram, Instagram, YouTube. Right.
1: And then Airplay, uh, Radio Wave, Airplay.
0: Radio Wave for the U.S. cities, at least. For the U.S. cities, that's correct. Um, Um, We
1: track 300 radio stations and across U.S. cities. Right. And um, Songkick events. And
0: Songkick. Okay. So you've got six platforms. Yeah. So you've got kind of six kind of like markets to go to, uh, metaphorically speaking. Yeah. Like we gotta get okay. So we we go to each of these platforms. We go like, hey, um, we would like you know this information. Mm -hmm. We get the information. uh, We have it. Mm -hmm. Um, So can you talk a little bit about the the let's say the organization and the cleaning of this data once Mm -hmm. we have it? Um, Because I think that's also something that. I think people may not realize uh, what's going on uh, in the back scenes uh, in terms of how do you deal with it as an engineer.
1: Sure. Um, I'm glad you asked because I realize this is something that comes very naturally to me, but someone who's not really sitting beside me wouldn't understand the um, work that has to go into making sure that the data is consistent. I mean, and I kind of touched on this a little before, um, how New York City is not just New York City, but it's New York in some platforms and, uh, you know, uh, different names in others. And in addition to that, things are complicated by different countries or different states in the same country having the same city name. Um, I mean, I I can't think of an example now, but I'm sure I ran into those issues as well, uh, building out the page. Uh, So in terms of cleaning... um, I, I tried to figure out um, a, a, a mapping that would allow me to say, hey, uh, so Spotify says this is New York, YouTube says this is New York City, but they both map to the same ID. Um, and we w- used a bunch of different uh, sources in terms of uh, trying to integrate this data. We use Google APIs to try and provide like the latitude and longitude and then understand um, what city this particular entry from Spotify was referring to. Um, And there were many cases where we just had to go manually look up the data and then try and clean that out as well. Um, And then one example that I would actually like to um, talk to about here is how we collected our city images. Um, (laughs) We... um, we spent quite a while trying to figure out if we could maybe get the image links from wikipedia or uh, we even tried uh, image services um, such as um what's the one that
0: Oof, there were so many
1: yeah there were so many we considered
0: um like royalty free kind of right. like public domain images right. kind right. of things
1: which also had to be you know high quality yeah that also <laughs> and this was um, a hard,
0: hard <laughs> venn diagram it was just a very <laughs> narrow narrow area there
1: and um, um, and even then we weren't super happy with the results because we kind of, the image that we had in mind was that for every city we would basically show the skyline. Um, and that would be the background. And then some of them were horizontal, some of them are vertical images and they wouldn't scale well. Uh, and then finally, we, I think we decided uh, to go with um, just collecting the links manually for the top cities. Uh, so we sorted the cities based on their population with uh, and uh, we s- took cities from various other countries Um, and basically just asked our data entry person to manually find good city images. Mm -hmm. uh,
0: Shouts to Shirlene.
1: Yeah, that's shout out to Shirlene. I love her. She's great. She's amazing. Um, And uh, one of the... Pages. so the city list is in comparison uh, in terms of implementation much much simpler than the city page itself mm-hmm. but I like the city list page more mainly because of all the beautiful images right
0: see all that work just to make things pretty for <laughs> you all right look at all the value we're bringing okay so you have a list data you've organized it you've cleaned it and now it's kind of sitting um, in here in a city page like right now we're looking at New York we're sitting here in a room looking at uh, the New York City uh, city page so one, one table that uh, you might find interesting is the Artists From Here mm-hmm. um, um, page. How did that come about? Because I, I feel like that's, that was something that was unexpected when I, when I first pulled up the page, which I thought was really cool, though. Was that your idea?
1: So, yeah, so the artist from here, um, I believe it was my idea. I mean, I don't want to take credit for something <laughs> that's not. But um, so in our artist table, basically, I so the way that I went about thinking of what different data sources we could show on the city page, I basically just looked up all the tables that we had and tried to figure out what tables had like the city column associated with it. Um, and surprisingly, our um, main artist table was one with, the city column associated with it and turns out that that was called hometown city mm. um and this is data that we just get from wikipedia and facebook in terms of um it doesn't necessarily mean the artist was born there but it just means that the artist um identifies Currently, themselves yeah. from uh, as being from that particular city
0: right and we get that from where again that. Wikipedia
1: and Facebook. Wikipedia
0: and Facebook, okay.
1: Um, and uh, shout out to you here, I guess, because you're on page one, not four, of New York City. Oh, no. artist from
0: here. We're cutting that out. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So um, we, uh, I mean, uh, so the artist table has like the um, hometown artist uh, call. So, sorry, hometown city associated with mm-hmm. it, and we just realized it would be cool to also kind of say, hey, look at the artists who identify themselves as being from the city. And it's super interesting because, I mean, sure, for New York and um, LA, there would be a ton of artists showing up, but I don't know, if you look at um, I, I, Nashville or um, mm-hmm. Mountain View or Sunnyvale, that, that would be super cool to kind of see uh, which artists identify themselves as being part of that city. Right. So um, we... We debated showing that as artists from here, artists born here, but then I think artists from here is a much more accurate representation.
0: Right. Um, Cool. And so, you know, we've got a lot of different tables here. I mean, you can check it out for yourselves on app.tartmagic.com. You can get a free account if you want. But uh, you can check out, with the premium free trial, uh, you know, top artists by Spotify monthly listeners, uh, top artists by YouTube video views. And this is all according to. in terms of time frame well it's different for each table but for Spotify monthly listeners it's just kind of like what the current Mm -hmm. Spotify monthly listeners is for uh, top artists by YouTube video views we're looking at like daily views averaged out in Mm -hmm. the past like what week Mm -hmm. something like that Um,
1: I I would like to I'm sorry for interrupting but I would just like to add that basically you know every section has like a watch this Mm -hmm. uh, and that kind of explains what that particular table is about I mean I'm hoping I've designed the UI good enough for you to automatically understand what it's for, but if not, uh, always hover over the watch this to kind of understand what time frame you're considering, uh, what conditions or didn't go into it, or what conditions did go into it, mm-hmm. and so on.
0: Awesome. Um, we got top artists by Instagram followers, top artists by Shazam chart occurrences, which is super interesting. This is over, if I scroll over the what's this, it's the <laughs> top 100 artists in the last 30 days by Shazam chart occurrences, which is cool because this is something we also have to collect and we kind of, in a way we're kind of like, we're using obviously um, what, what Shazam is sharing publicly on their charts page, but at the same time we're kind of like making up our own statistic, if right. you will, to make it make sense in this context right. of, a, of a city. Cool. And then it's kind of top tracks by YouTube, and also, again, um, Shazam chart occurrences, and then the song kick data that we have. And so with song kick data, this is actually one of my favorite things, actually, is the events over time. Again, so this is a, a cool thing where um, we're using Songkick data, but um, do you want to talk about how you went about putting this together, the events sure. over time?
1: Um, if I'm not wrong, I think this was your conception. Um, I had just the <laughs> events. wasn't aware
0: of that. I wasn't trying to bring that up on purpose.
1: <laughs> so uh, I was just showing up the events um, based on, like, if you provided a month and a year, you would be able to see the events in that particular month. But you came up with this much cooler visualization where we kind of show um, an evolution, basically, of events over time that helped. Uh, managers understand which time of the year might be a better uh, time for a concert or a festival and so on Um, and we also added the concept of showing top artists based on the events performed and this was uh, this I, I think this is super cool as well because what we consider is in the past we kind of sought by popularity and look at the top 1,000 popular events in in that particular city for the last, um, I think it was a year. Um, And we try and aggregate the artists who have performed the most number of times and who have had the most popular events. Uh, And that's a super cool indication as to who you should be calling for your next event. Uh, And I thought that was a really cool insight.
0: Mm -hmm. And then uh, for the users out there who uh, do have this pulled up, uh, click click on stuff. Click on those bars. <laughs> click on, you know, September 2018 for the New York City City page because you can see in a little kind of pop-up window all the different past events that happened in that month. Or if um, it was, you know, an artist that you want to uh, click on, you can see all the shows that that artist played in that city um, in the past. Was this probably probably for the entire time that we the have this data, right? Time, yeah. Okay, so that's pretty cool. Um, and then last but not least, for, again, the U.S. radio stations only was an airplay section mm-hmm. um, where we, uh, for the 300 uh, U.S. radio stations that we are tracking that are kind of like the most influential across different formats. Uh, we have kind of like their, their socials, like their AQH, which is essentially kind of like how popular that radio station is uh, in that city. And then, again, top artists and top tracks. So... All of that, you put this together. You're, you're an engineer. You're sitting pretty. You're, you're really <laughs> happy that you're about to launch this new thing. What was there kind of any final kind of humps that you had to overcome uh, before you kind of pushed it, or kind of final like uh, I don't know issues that you had, or was it just kind of good to go when you were making it live?
1: Oh, there always um, <laughs> issues always crop up, especially when you're kind of dealing with this amount of data. There are, I mean, there are things that just tend to go wrong. Um, mainly uh, issues such as cross-integration across the platforms wouldn't really work as expected. Um, New York wouldn't be pulling up Shazam and we would need to go dig into why that was happening. Mm -hmm. Um, And I mean, some of the other issues that we probably ran into where I would probably be testing mostly on New York and LA, but then the UI would just be super wonky or it would just not contain any data or it would just throw random errors when visiting less popular cities uh, mainly because they might not have a match in our database or they just don't um, have data from that particular platform and so all that needs to be cleaned up Um, and that being said, I mean the city page is not just um, I I know you said I single-handedly built it but I disagree (laughs) because I had to go back and forth between you and then Sung, and then trying to decide what looked good, what didn't look good, iterations kept happening until the last minute. Um, we're always you know, striving to make it uh, look better, feel better, make it more usable, make it easier for the users to use. Um, and I think I was basically coding up until the minute I was trying to push this and get it to deployment. Um, and I was almost a little sick of this pitch when I was ready oh, to you deploy. Were.
0: <laughs> you were, let's be honest. I
1: mean, I'm proud of this pitch, but... It does allow me to be a little sick of this page as well. Um, no, nah,
0: just because you're a proud parent doesn't mean that the <laughs> child will act up every now and then. That's totally normal. It's I don't think you should feel guilty about that at all. Um, well, great, awesome. So after all that, now you have on slash city hyphen list. For all of you premium uh, tier users out there, you can check it out. It's a city's page, as that's what we call it. And if you're a free tier user on Chartmetric, uh, you are in luck. Uh, we have a coupon code, uh, podcast. Fifty three, because that is the episode that the esteemed Kamala Prabhu
1: Good Lord.
0: Uh, is is is. That's the episode that uh, this is on. So, uh, podcast fifty three is a coupon code. Uh, put that into your settings menu, and you can get a fourteen day free premium trial. Just in case you want to check it out, and I'm sure after you hear about all this awesome stuff that's going on, you will want to. Um, so there's that podcast 53 uh, coupon code in your settings if you're not already a premium user so thank you Komla for taking the time um, I will let you get back to your hard work um, is there anything like you want to leave off with that you wanted to no this was lo- this was a
1: lot of fun um, I enjoy your podcast um, I <laughs> love the amount of research that you put into it, and I'm humbled that you allowed me to be a part of it, so oh, thank you for that.
0: Of course, of course. This is our podcast. Um, if you want to get in contact with you by any chance, maybe some young engineers wanting some 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 advice, uh, can people find you somewhere um, sure. online or a way to get uh, in touch with you?
1: Yeah, my profile would be uh, komala-prabhu K-O-M-A-L-A um, hyphen P-R-A-B-H-U You can also look up my LinkedIn uh, profile link on the Metrics team page, so I'll be there
0: as well. H, I love the way you say H. <laughs> um, great. So that's it for your daily data dump for Wednesday, June fifth, twenty nineteen. This is, Komla and Jason from Chartmetric. Uh, free accounts are at app.chartmetric.com/signup. And article links and show notes are always at podcast.chartmetric.com. Happy Wednesday. See you tomorrow. I'm redoing the the. So that's awesome.
1: Really? Yeah. That was okay? That was great. Okay, cool.
0: That was awesome. I'm redoing I was your a little
1: th- nervous in the beginning. That's
0: normal. Um, I'm redoing your intro because I feel like I messed up your name. <laughs> yeah. How I'm... did
1: you say H? H? H.
0: H. H. That's how Americans say H. 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 H.